Let's turn in the scriptures now to First Timothy. First Timothy chapter three. First Timothy chapter three we'll read verses one through sixteen. First Timothy chapter three. And beginning in verse one, these are God's words. This is a true saying. And if a man desire the office of a bishop, he desireth a good work. A bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach, not given to wine, no striker, not guilty of filthy lucre, but patient, not a brawler, not covetous, one that ruleth well his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. For if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Not a novice, lest being lifted up with pride he fall into the condemnation of the devil. Moreover, he must have a good report of them which are without, lest he fall into reproach in the snare of the devil. Likewise must the deacons be grave, not double-tongued, not given to much wine, not greedy of filthy lucre, holding the mystery of the faith in a pure conscience. And let these also first be proved, then let them use the office of a deacon being found blameless. Even so must their wives be grave, not slanderers, sober, faithful in all things. Let the deacons be the husbands of one wife, ruling their children and their own house as well. For they that have used the office of a deacon well, purchase to themselves a good degree and great boldness in the faith which is in Christ Jesus. These things write I unto thee, hoping to come unto thee shortly. But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the Spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Those are God's words. Here we come to the qualifications that we heard from last Lord's Day morning uh, from Matthew 10. made reference to these qualifications for elders who are all here called bishops and or overseers and deacons. The qualifications of elders or we could say bishops, another name for them, or overseers, uh, we find through verse 7. And then the qualifications for deacons through verse 13. Those who are qualified for the office of elder or deacon in the church must fit all these qualifications. And then uh, to the end of the chapter after that, 
the reasons that Paul is writing to Timothy so that Timothy can lead the church well as pastor if Paul is unable to come soon. And so how is Timothy to pastor the church, knowing that the church is the church of the living God and uh, is under the headship of Jesus Christ, and that the church of the living God is the pillar and ground of the truth? These are the instructions that he's giving to Timothy in this chapter and the rest of the chapters. And so that all things necessarily must be done in the church in accordance with the truth. As it says there at the end of verse 15. And then further truth is professed here, verse 16. What is that truth that is the pillar and ground? of the church of the living God. It says, verse 16, "...without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the Spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory." God's people, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank You for uh, turning our hearts to You as we read Your Word. We're thankful for the instructions You give to us, the church. And we pray that we would be those who follow uh, to be a pure bride. And uh, Father, we pray that we would submit in all things to Christ, who is the head of the church, who has full sovereign authority over all things that happen in the church and what is to be taught in the church, the truth, and what is to be sung, what is to be, how we are to pray, all these things, Father, we are thankful that Christ tells us. And that we're not left in the dark, we don't have to come up with it ourselves, despite what the many in the church churches today do. And Father, we pray that we would not turn in that way, or have turned in that way. If we have, Father, turn us back to You, back to the head, of the body, Jesus Christ, that we would follow Him. And so reform our ways and grant us to be a healthy, God-fearing, faithful people. Uh, Father, we do pray as well that You would grant uh, to Your church more elders and more deacons. In this congregation, more elders and more deacons. We know that Despite the faithful service to the church that our current elders and deacons have served with, that they are growing older, and we're thankful for that. They're one day closer, just as we all are, to entering into glory. My Father, we need we need elders for the future. And so, Father, provide them at the perfect time. Raise them up from amongst us. And cause sinners to repent and believe unto, unto salvation. And cause each man here to desire the office of overseer. Elder, for that is a good thing to desire. And uh, Father, train all the men up in that. In a greater holiness, godliness. That they would lead their homes well. That their family lives would... Uh, be led in such a way in accordance with Your Word. And so the families, the wives, the children would be holy 
and be led to a greater faithfulness and godliness in Christ your Son. Father, we do thank You once again for the children. Uh, You have blessed our congregation with children and are blessing our congregation with children. We pray that You would turn each of their hearts to You. We're thankful for the many times we hear them sing, which we know that You, uh, Jesus Christ, desire to hear them sing and, and take joy when You hear the children sing. As You teach us in the Psalms and in... Matthew's Gospel. And uh, Father, we pray that You would cause the children to know a great duty they have in singing Your praise. And give them Your Word in their hearts, not just in their, on their lips, not even if they're unable to speak words, but yet can make a noise. We pray that You would enable them to make that noise and give them a desire to make that noise unto You. And that it would be to the joy of Christ your Son, as well as to all of us who hear. Just as we are to admonish one another in our singing, teaching and admonishing one another. Uh, Father, we pray that you would cause that to be, that we would hear one another sing. And uh, that you would grant in our hearing of each other singing the uh, love for you, a greater praise for you a turning from our sins unto You, a greater comfort received from You, that we would hear Your Word and the singing. Father, even now, we pray for our congregation that You would sanctify us and turn us to Yourself. We're thankful for the Lord's Supper this morning that we were able to celebrate. And as well, uh, some worshipped at the Shawnee congregation who had the, the same privilege celebrating the sacrament, uh, who are here with us this evening. We ask that You would bless us this evening as we continue in uh, focusing upon You and Your Word. We're thankful for the sacrifice of Christ and uh, His body given and His blood shed for us. And work that into a greater life to be living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to You. And so this evening, as we consider from Job prayer and the Christian duty of prayer, we pray that You would grant us grant us to be godly prayers and persevere in prayer, even when we don't see answers to our prayers. And uh, Father, turn us from every idol that we just sang about in Psalm 115 to Christ your Son. We pray for wonder. You would bring him here safely in in a couple weeks when he comes, or in uh, one week, I think he begins coming. Uh, Father, we pray that you would bring him here safely, that the uh, housing would be fixed and all ready for him if that would be your will. By the time he gets here with Vanessa, and have that to be a joyful union once again, and a blessing to have him here, even for the in time for the birth of their child. We pray that you would bring that about. And we know it's not good for man to be alone, so bring this about quickly. And uh, Father, we praise you for the the prospect of that coming.
of wonder coming here. And Father, further we ask that You would help us to welcome Him and to help Him in His transition here. We know it's not easy to come to a different nation. And so Father, bless Him and help Him to be patient. Help us to be patient and helpful to Him. And uh, Father, make Him to be welcome even in, in worshiping You together with us. Father, we pray as well for our presbytery. We know that there are congregations who need ministers in San Antonio, and so we pray that You would bless them and grant them decisiveness and clarity, faithful man to call to be their minister. As well, we praise You for the couple weeks when Keith Duell will be ordained and installed in the Washington, Iowa congregation. Pray that You would bring that about and You would bless him, that You would make him to be faithful to Your Word, that he would know the Scriptures and with zeal proclaim the Gospel without being ashamed of it. And Father, we pray for our nation. We ask that You would turn our nation to Yourself. That you would cause our rulers to covenant with Christ and so save them and turn them unto you in faith. And Father, we pray that you would do a great work in their lives. These lives that we can see publicized before us, many sins of wickedness that they have entered into themselves as well as leading the nation into many sins. And so, Father, we pray that You would turn this nation to You and that each knee would bow before Christ the King. Our rulers and all citizens would bow the knee to Christ who is the King of kings, the God of gods, the Lord of lords, the ruler of rulers, as we learn of Him in the book of Daniel. Father, now we pray for the few righteous who remain that You would spare us from Your judgments, that You would show mercy, grant us Your grace by Your Spirit as we continue worshiping You and hearing Your Word, singing Your Word, and uh, hearing it preached. We pray that You would turn our hearts to You, that we would love You all the more uh, than even this morning, and that You would bless Your people, not because of uh, any deserve, anything that we've done or that we deserve it, we don't. But for the sake of Christ, bless your bride, the church. We pray in Christ's name. Amen.